Hey everyone, lots going on in ocean and environmental news this past week, so we're here with another episode of Flotsam and Jetsam, a mini pod from WSL Pure. I'm Reese, and I'm here with my teammate, Kim. And we're going to try to cover all the news we can in about five minutes. All right, but before we do, guess what I saw this morning, Kim? see? I saw actual Flotsam and Jetsam. And I I can't believe you waited all day to tell me. (laughs) I went down to Breakwater to surf. And there was like a 30 foot sailboat that had like crashed into the shore on the other side of the breakwater. And there was like debris, like actual flotsam and jetsam. Yeah. Now here we are recording flotsam and jetsam. Amazing. All right. Ready to do this? Ready. Let's go. All right. First up from Australia, where the bushfires are still wreaking havoc. Uh, The Sydney Morning Herald is reporting that dire outlook researchers call for urgent Australian climate action. 80 leading researchers have called on Australia's government to acknowledge the gravity of the threat posed by climate change and cut greenhouse gases to safeguard against catastrophe. Insane. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's insane that the fires are still going. It's insane how much uh, wildlife has been affected, how much acreage has burnt, uh, how many lives have been affected, uh, and still the government isn't really doing a whole lot. Right. A lot of words. (laughs) A lot of words. And not the right words. Um, so, yeah, of course, the science community is speaking up. And the science is right there. There's actually a really cool little uh, video clip that NASA put out that is showing smoke from the Australian bushfires making its way around the globe. And, I mean, this this video is kind of insane. It's incredible. Um, <laughs> it's just so insane to see. And I know it's the second time I'm using that word here. But um, it's... It, It's just sort of mind-blowing to see the effects of it because I think we imagine it as this isolated incident in Australia, but to see it on the entire earth and how all of us are being affected by it um, is just sort of incredible. Well, it's just a good reminder that it's all connected, right? We're all part of this. So back here in the U.S., though, some communities are trying to get ahead of the problem, and there are a couple governments that are trying to do a couple things. We got one out of New Jersey, right? Yeah, we do. Um, So New Jersey is... um, New Jersey! Um, So New Jersey has a 130-mile coast, um, and they are sort of the first to create this policy that says that if you're trying to build something on that coast, um, you have to consider the ramifications in terms of the environment um, before you'll get any government funding for it. Which is super smart. I mean, we can't have the government funding projects that are just going to get torn down by storms. You know, uh, the the New Jersey coast is really special, really beautiful, tons of great beaches, tons of great waves. And it was smashed by Hurricane Sandy and it continues to get hit by hurricanes every season and so yeah the government shouldn't be funding projects that are in harm's way absolutely and the article says that it gives the government an opportunity to say no to projects um, that will that will sort of damage the coast or that will you know have the potential to damage people's lives cool well yeah. shout out New Jersey good yeah, job good job um, right across the way in New York the community is fighting against more fossil fuel infrastructure so the Williams pipeline has been this uh, liquid natural gas project that has been going on for a while and the community there has created the stop the Williams pipeline coalition uh, huge shout out to the Surfrider New York City chapter it's done a great job there but lots of different groups fighting to protect that coastline from a pipeline project that you know they claim is going to bring jobs they claim is going to do all this one Wonderful stuff, but the reality is like we don't need more pipeline projects. We need renewables. Why are we investing in infrastructure that we don't need? We don't need it. <laughs> it's just pipelines adding to the need problem. To go away. What was your line about pipelines? <laughs> oh, it's like cockroaches. <laughs> they just won't die. Yeah, they know how to keep coming back. They do. Uh, but they, it's because they have the resources. They're huge companies, you right. know, versus volunteers who have to go on their nights and weekends to rally outside of Cuomo's office. Right. But I think that does say something pretty incredible about communities, especially the Rockaway community. Um, how 
how tight they are. Rockaway. Um, and how passionate. I know. I learned to surf in, in Rockaway and Reese lived there. So <laughs> we're super biased. Shout out to our friends in Rockaway. Um, cool. Um, what else is going on here? Oh, I'm, we're going back to California. California. We're, back. we're bringing it home to yeah. the left coast. Um, <laughs> Forbes is reporting that new and improved climate policies could lead to a $7 billion, with a B, $7 billion boon to the economy. Um, so basically, you know, California climate policy is pretty good, but apparently it's not good enough. And so it looks like we may not be hitting our targets and thus there's need for more investment and that might end up being a massive win for the economy, creating jobs, creating new infrastructure and new companies. Which is amazing. Yeah. A win-win. A win a win-win. Imagine that. Like I feel like <laughs> a classic win-win. <laughs> well, I just feel like usually the we think of sustainability as oh, it's going to cost more or it's right. going to it's going to mean this like net, you know, uh, net zero sort of, oh, we can't take away from here. But the reality is like this is going to create jobs. It's going to create a better life for our future generations. And it's going to be good for the economy. Like, yeah. And it's going to keep our planet around. Yeah, that's a good one. Keep us on the planet. And for those who want to keep the planet around, there's one more item yeah. that we have. We got, a couple, <laughs> we got a minute left here. What do you got? We do. We're going to have fun at uh, the Hammer Museum here in Los Angeles. On February 16th, they're having a party, and it's called the Panic Party. The Panic um, Party. And it's a dance party for a greener future. Um, it's going to be really rad. I will be there in person. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, can, um, I cannot be there, but it sounds epic. Yeah. Yeah. So dancing and drinks, um, you get to see the art. Um, and then there are short films uh, that are chosen by the Plastic Pollution Coalition, voter registration with the League of Women Voters, um, T-shirts and totes, screen printing, tools and solutions from tons of amazing organizations. So it's going to be really rad. Hit the link in the show notes if you want to go to the panic party and you're in the L.A. area. You get to meet Kim in person. It's me. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's about all the news we got and all the time we got. Thanks, Kim. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>